New Year's, girls and boys, and welcome back. You're listening to Greenhouse on the Go, a podcast for preschoolers at Heritage Bible Church in Greer, South Carolina. I'm Miss Melissa. And I'm Mr. Kevin, and this is the very first episode of our brand new year, 2021. I know my bedtime is before midnight, but did any of you stay up and watch the ball drop for New Year's Eve? I did. I love counting down. Me too. And this month, we get to do a special countdown because we have a space theme. And we get to talk about how Jesus is out of this world amazing. He sure is. Hey, do you want to do a countdown with me right now? Let's do it. job counting, kids. Do you know what counting and space makes me think about? Hmm, counting stars? Ooh, that's a good one, but I love counting for blast off like a rocket ship. Rocket ships are awesome. I know. I've always thought it would be amazing to be an astronaut and go to the moon. Or Mars. Or Jupiter. Well, before we get carried away with planets, do you want to make believe with me? Why don't we make believe we're astronauts And every star we see, we can talk about another way Jesus is amazing. That's a great idea. Okay, kids, let's hurry and get ready to blast off. Put on your space helmet. Space helmet, check. Let's put on our spacesuit. Wow, that's tighter than I remember. We may have to have too many Christmas cookies last month. Zip, spacesuit, check. Let's pull on our space boots. Space boots, one, two, check. Oh, what else do we need? We need a spaceship. Oh, I see some chairs over there. Let's climb in. Awesome. Spaceship check. Don't forget to buckle up real tight. Safety buckle click check. Ready for blast off? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Good, because here comes the countdown. Hold on tight. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Blast off! This is so cool. I'm like floating. Me too. Cheddar, is that you? How did you get on the spaceship? I was stopping by to bring you some leftover cheddar popcorn from our New Year's party. And I heard you say, let's climb in. So I did. But you didn't know mice get to go to space sometimes too. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're here. So if a person in space is an astronaut, what's a mouse in a space? Um, astronaut? <laughs> Welcome aboard Greenhouse Spaceship Mousetronaut Cheddar. I've always wanted to go to the moon. Some of my friends think it's made out of cheese. And you know how much I love cheese. Uh-oh, can someone please grab all that cheesy popcorn I brought? It's floating everywhere. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Here you go. Popcorn rescued. Thanks. Now, where were we? Other than outer space. Oh, that's right. We were just about to go over our heritage of truth for the month. Miss Melissa, can you help us out with this? Oh, hey, sorry. I was distracted by all the stars. What's the first question? This month's heritage of truth is all about the Bible. The first question is, what is the Bible? Oh, I know this one. The Bible is the inspired word of God. That's right. Do you know what the word inspired means? 
Inspired means that God, the Holy Spirit, chose men of God to write down God's true words for God's people. Good job. Our second question is, how do we know that the Bible really is the word of God? The Spirit of God tells us that the Bible is true and that it is God's word. Right. So let's review the first question. What's the Bible? The Bible is the inspired word of God. And how do we know that the Bible really is the word of God? The Spirit of God tells us that the Bible is true and that it is God's word. Yes. God's Holy Spirit gives us the faith to believe God's word is true. And as we listen and read God's word, the Holy Spirit grows our faith and helps us to obey it. Let's sing our New City Catechism song for the month about the Word of God now. that as you continue to grow, you'll believe the word of God and that you'll love God and his word and take time every day to pray and spend time with God through his word so you can know how to obey God. You know, Mr. Kevin, I was just thinking how thankful I am that God uses his word, the Bible, to show us who he is. The Bible says that Jesus is amazing. That reminds me of our verse for the month, Luke Chapter 2, verse 47. And all who heard him, that's speaking of Jesus, 
were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Let's practice that together. Do you know how to sign the word all? Hmm, can you teach us? Sure. Put your right hand on top of your left hand with both palms facing up. Right. So right hand on top, then take your right hand and bring it out in front of you, then under your left hand, then up around like a big circle until it comes back to where you started. Then for heard, let's put our hands to our ears. Show me where your ears are. Good job. What should we do for amazed? Let's put our hands on our cheeks like we're saying, wow. That's great. Then for understanding, we can point to our heads like we're pointing to those big brains God gave us. And for answers, let's point to our mouths. Great job. Now let's put it all together. Remember to put your hands together like an open book for our reference. Luke 2.47. Ready? Ready. Luke 2.47. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. One more time. Luke 2.47. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Great job, friends. Now, when I ask the question, who is amazing? I want you to answer, Jesus is amazing. Ready? Who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. He sure is. Hey, are we ready to hear our story for the month and see how Jesus is amazing? Yes. Do you? think we have 10 ways Jesus is amazing? Well, I think there are a million ways Jesus is amazing, True. but 10 is a good number to start with for today. <laughs> Let's pray, and then we'll count down some of the ways Jesus is amazing today. Dear God, thank you for your true word, the Bible, and thank you for sending us your amazing son, Jesus, to be our savior and friend. Help us to listen to your word, believe it, obey it, and tell everyone we know about how amazing you are. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, 10 ways that Jesus is amazing. For number 10, let's pick up where we left off last month. Last month, we celebrated Christmas and learned all about how Jesus came to earth as a baby. So one way Jesus is amazing is that he became a man, but he was still God. God the Son, Jesus, became a man. That is pretty amazing. So tell me who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. Jesus is amazing because Jesus was man and God. That's number 10. What's 10 minus 1? Hmm, 9. Right, number 9. Well, Jesus was a baby, but he didn't stay a baby, did he? No. Did you know that Jesus grew to be a child? It's true. Jesus grew up and lived a sinless life. He never sinned, not even as a kid. And this would be really important. So we have 10 and 9. What comes next? Uh, 8. Jesus amazingly teaches people about God in the temple when he is only a kid. Yes, back when Jesus was a boy, his family went to the temple. A temple is like a church where people would go to learn about God. Now, the temple where Jesus and his family went looked different than our church, but it was still the place where they worshiped God. Some people came to the temple each week, just like we come to our church. And lots of people came to the temple for three big festivals or parties every year, all to celebrate God. But not everyone lived close to the temple, so for these major festivals, they would travel to Jerusalem to worship all together. Let's read Luke 2, starting in verse 41. 
Now, Jesus's parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. That's one of those three big festivals. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And here comes our memory verse for the month, verse 47. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. So Mary and Joseph brought their family to the temple for Passover. And when they were on their way home, they couldn't find Jesus. Has this ever happened to your parents? They went somewhere and then they couldn't find you? Do you think that was scary for them? I'm sure it was. And it was scary for Mary and Joseph too. At first they thought he was just playing with his cousins or friends, but then they couldn't find him and searched everywhere. They had to go all the way back to Jerusalem and finally they found him. Do you know where Jesus was? He was in the temple. Do you know who Jesus was with? He was with a bunch of grown-ups. And do you know what Jesus was doing? He was teaching the adults. And not just any adults, but the temple teachers. All those grown-ups were listening to everything Jesus had to say. They were amazed by how much Jesus knew about God and by what Jesus said. Talk about out of this world amazing. Jesus as a child even amazed adults. How did he know so much about God? Of course, Jesus knew a lot about God because Jesus is God. Let's review how many persons are there in God. Three, the Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Right. So tell me, who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. Yes, Jesus is amazing. And Jesus was an amazing teacher because Jesus is God. Hmm. What's next? Ten, nine, eight, seven. Oh, this is one of my favorite stories. Me too. In Matthew chapter 8, Jesus amazingly tells the wind and waves to stop, and they obey him. Let's pretend our spaceship is a boat now. Ready? Everyone climb in. Whoa! Do you see that storm coming? The wind is really blowing, and the rain is really falling, and the waves are getting really, really, really big. Are you scared? <sighs> Being in a boat on the water during a big storm is very scary. Even the disciples got scared. But did Jesus get scared? Let's read Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27 together and find out. And when he, Jesus, got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea. So the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he, Jesus, was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, 
What sort of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him? Jesus wasn't afraid. In fact, he was sleeping through the storm. But the disciples were afraid, and they woke up Jesus and said, Save us, Lord! They didn't yet understand just how powerful Jesus was. Jesus had the power to control the storm because, number six, Jesus made the winds and the sea. Jesus is God, and God made the whole universe. So those waves and winds listened to their creator and obeyed him. Let's stay in our boat for number five. Jesus amazingly helps Peter catch so many fish, they fill and almost sink two boats. Luke chapter five starts with a group of fishermen. There was a big crowd following Jesus because they wanted to hear the word of God. They were pushing in on him to hear better, and they were right on the edge of the water. Jesus saw two boats by the lake. The fishermen had been out fishing all night, but they hadn't caught anything, not even one fish. Jesus climbed into one of the boats, which belonged to Simon Peter, and he taught the crowd from the boat. Remember, Jesus was an amazing teacher. But then he told Peter to go out to the deep part of the sea and let down his nets. Peter scratched his head and said, We just came in from fishing all night, but if you say so, I will obey what you say. And do you know what happened? What? The Bible says that they caught so many fish that their nets were breaking. Whoa! Whoa. These nets are heavy. Can you kids help me pull these nets into the boat? Ooh, keep pulling. Almost there. Keep pulling. Woo, that's a lot of fish. Let's call the other boat. Everyone say, help, help. There's so many fish. Help, help. There's so many fish. Thanks. The disciples called the second boat to help them. And they filled both boats so that they began to sink. That's in verse 8. Everyone who saw it was amazed. And who was powerful enough, amazing enough, out of this world enough to do that? Jesus. That's right. Jesus can do anything because Jesus is God. Who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. At the end of today's verses, Luke tells us that when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished, that means amazed, at the catch of the fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. Jesus told the fishermen to not be afraid, and that from then on they would be catching men. What do you think Jesus meant? Hmm. These fishermen became Jesus' disciples. Disciples are followers and students. Jesus was the teacher, and the disciples were his students. Jesus was teaching them how to teach other people about him because he is God. And these fishermen would be telling other people how they could be saved or caught by God too. Jesus sure is amazing. Do you know another way Jesus is amazing? How? Jesus did miracles and healed people. That's right. And that's number four. Jesus amazingly heals people. One day, there was a paralytic man. That means the man couldn't move his legs, and maybe couldn't even move his arms. He and his four friends heard Jesus was in town, and they knew Jesus could do amazing things. The four friends carried the man to the house where Jesus was. Jesus was inside the house, but the house was full of people because everyone wanted to hear Jesus teaching about God. So what do you think the friends did? 
Do you think they gave up and went home? Hmm. Or do you think they found a way inside? They were so excited to see Jesus. I think they found a way inside. You're right. They decided to climb on the roof, so they carried their friend up to the roof. But how are they going to get their friends inside? Hmm. They need to get through the roof. Yes, and they did just that. Mark chapter 2 verse 4 says, When they could not get near Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. Whoa, they lowered him down through the roof? Yep, and then the best part happened. Verse 5 says, When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Wait, I thought you were going to say that Jesus made the man's legs all better so he could walk. Well, he did. But he said it would have been too easy to just say, rise, take up your bed and walk. And he wanted everyone to know that he was God because only God can forgive sins. So he said, your sins are forgiven first. And then he said, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them all so that they were all amazed and glorified God saying, We never saw anything like this. Wow. Jesus is amazing. He sure is. Jesus did all kinds of amazing miracles. Miracles are amazing things that only God can do. Jesus made lame people walk, blind people see, deaf people hear, sick people well. He even raised dead people to life again. And all of that was to show that he was amazingly powerful and could rescue us from our sins. Right. Before we trust Jesus as our Savior, our souls are sick and deaf and blind and powerless. But Jesus has the power to heal our souls and help us see and hear that He is God so we can believe and walk in obedience to His Word. And that leads us to our last few amazing things about Jesus. Can you count down with me? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Five, four, what's next? Three, Jesus is amazing because Jesus died for our sins. Do you remember what the disciples said to Jesus when they woke him up in the storm? Save us, Lord. We are perishing. Right. When we're scared, we can pray and ask Jesus to rescue us too. But even more than when we're scared, when else can we call on Jesus? Can we say, save us, Lord, we are perishing, too? What does perishing mean? Well, they thought they were going to die. Oh, right. That was a really bad storm. Well, before we trust Jesus as our Savior and Lord, we are perishing or dying in our sin. Do you remember our catechism from a couple months ago? We were born dead in sin and destined for God's wrath. In other words, we are perishing and we need Jesus to save us. And when we see Jesus as our Lord and call on him to save us, does he save us? Yes, only Jesus has the power to save. Yes, he made the sea and the wind and he controls them. And he made us and can save us because he is God and his love is so amazing that he came to die for our sins on the cross. But he didn't stay dead. That's right. Amazing thing number two is Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus is alive. Yes, God raised Jesus from the dead. That was amazing. Tell me, who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. And last but not least, let's do our final countdown. Here we go. 10, 10 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 
four, three, two, one. Number one, Jesus gave us his true word, the Bible. Did you know that the whole Bible is really just one big story about one big God with one big plan? <laughs> yep, it's pretty amazing. It really is. From the beginning of time, God had an amazing plan to create people knowing that we would sin. And he planned to rescue us from our sin by sending his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins and rise from the dead and gather all of his people together to worship him and be his friends forever. And not only that, he gave us the Bible so we could read and listen to God's word anytime we want. I'm so thankful for the Bible. Me too. And the more I read it and listen to it, the more amazed I am at how big and wonderful God is and how grateful I am that God would forgive me and save me. Tell me, who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. Let's pray and tell Jesus how amazing he is now. Dear God, thank you for sending your amazing son, Jesus, to earth as a baby. Thank you for letting him grow up, live a perfect life, so that he would be the perfect sacrifice for our sins. Thank you that Jesus paid the price for our sins so we could repent and trust Jesus as our amazing Savior. And thank you for giving us your word, the Bible, to teach us all the amazing things that Jesus wanted us to know about himself and you. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Speaking of God's amazing love and giving us the Bible, I have a special surprise. The kids from Greenhouse sang our song of the month for you today. It is the B-I-B-L-E with Jesus Loves Me for The Bible Tells Me So. The B-I-B-L-E Yes, that's the book for me I stand alone on the word of God The B-I-B-L-E Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. just never get old. I'm so glad God gave us his word, the Bible, to tell us how amazing he is and how much he loves us. Me too. Tell me, who is amazing? Jesus is amazing. That's the truth, friends. You better believe it. Thanks for listening to Greenhouse on the Go. Tune in next month when we talk about what it means to be a friend. And about the best friend we can ever have. A friend who loves you no matter what, no matter your mood or what you've done, a friend who loves you so much that he wants to spend time with you and help you, a friend who loves you so much that he left his throne in heaven to come to earth and pay the price 
for all of our sins so we could be his friend forever. That's right. I'm talking about Jesus and you don't want to miss it. So keep counting down all the ways Jesus is amazing and we'll see you again, Lord willing, in February. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.